welcome back to Irregular Mums. So thank you for the lovely, lovely reviews. Yes, thank you. It's been beautiful nighttime reading and we thought we would um, just read a couple of our favourites out. Yes. Um, so this one's entitled Funniest Thing I've Heard in Ages. Oh my God, these ladies are hilarious and they feel like my friends. My new favourite podcast. Do yourself a favour and give it a listen. Five stars. And that's from 1846 Lisa P. I wonder who that could be. I don't know, but it's lovely. The next one is most entertaining, clean, funny, silly, not a regular podcast. It's definitely irregular. Kept me chuckling on the train to work. And that was by Claire. (laughs) <laughs> no idea who that could be, but we couldn't have written them better ourselves. No, thank you. Thank, yeah, were... Thanks for those very kind reviews and keep them coming, please. Yes, lots of five stars and lots of reviews because yes. it does something to an algorithm that makes us more Kardashian-like quicker, I think. Yeah, so we like the algorithmy thing. Yeah, so, so we want to be to the top of the list. That'd be good. Only another 500,000 listeners to get. <laughs> That's it. The podcast that we're about to put up now was recorded perhaps a couple of weeks ago so it might seem a little dated to our listeners out there. I think we mentioned earlier how hard can it be and it is actually really hard doing them so possibly we haven't got them to air quite as quick as we hoped but they're all quality. This week we thought we would talk about some popular culture, which we're experts in, of course. Mm -hmm. And we might also start with what we got up to last weekend. We had another irregular mum's outing, like many mid-50-year-old parents of teenagers do. We had a little little, um, wander up and down Oxford Street to go to a party hosted by For the Love, who put on the best parties with fabulous production Mm, values. They are amazing. Everybody who goes makes quite an effort in the dress-up stakes. Mm, That's right. So for this party, because it was called Princesses and Porn Stars, because we can't speak very well we accidentally would call it prawn stars and we're not really into showing a lot of skin when we dress up we like to wear something silly generally especially as the skin doesn't fit quite as tightly (laughs) as it used to so um we decided to dress up as prawn stars we thought we were hilarious and unique so doing what lisa does best and um helping the chinese economy Mm. Um, Lisa did some um, whizzing around on our favourite shopping website, AliExpress. Love AliExpress. Love AliExpress. And bought us um, full-on felt prawn hats to wear, complete with the sticky-outy tentacle, not pincers. tentacles. Sort of pincers sort of things, whatever pincers, those little thingies are. Little, little legs mm. and then the sticky-outy whiskery bits. Flapped in the sunglasses all night. And in fact, I think you even got a pincer warning from one of our friends. Mm. You kept flapping her in the face with it. Yes, <laughs> and it had a little boggly eyes. And then we just wore little little black dresses and prawn fishnets. hats and fishnets and said that we were prawn stars or maybe even prawn starlets. Mm. Quite a lot of people actually didn't quite get it until we pointed to the hat. Mm -hmm. So we thought we'd gone to quite a lot of effort and were quite hilarious. But within 10 minutes of being in the party, we bumped into a bearded gentleman (laughs) in a head-to-toe prawn outfit. So we were out-prawned. Yeah, he was the full crustacean. The The full crustacean. There's actually a picture of that on our Instagram page, actually.
Hello. <laughs> oh, I feel like I, I should be in a game show. Some finger ballet. What do you think? Well, or a bit Palm Beach, I thought. Mad oh, no, Man. Palm Springs. Anyway, this is the bit where we're meant to be plugging Instagram. Oh, yes. Like us on Instagram. Or do you follow on Instagram? Both. Oh, do do both. that. Irregular mums, one word. And we don't have a website, do we? But ask us questions on the Instagram page. Yes, please ask us questions on the Instagram. We might answer them. <laughs> yes. Or make up the answers. Yeah. What else? Oh, yes, iTunes. And ratings, five ratings. stars. Yes, five, please. And if you don't like us, can you just go away and be quiet about it? Thanks. Yeah, no nasty comments. Yeah, so thanks. That'd be great. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Yes, thanks. thanks. Very good. And talking of um, the party along Oxford Street, it was held in the venue formerly known as the Midnight Shift, mm. which I think I first ventured into in the very early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been through a few iterations, but this is the first name change, big name change to Universal. Yeah. And they've done an amazing job, lights and lasers uh, beyond. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Fabulous sound system. Actually, really nice security and bar staff. Yeah. And they've sort of um, a couple of pokey rooms previously, and they've sort of opened that up into a big dance floor area and put the DJ in the middle. Yeah, and they've also put a seated area behind glass Mm. at the back so Mm. you can actually, when you have tired feet, sit down and have a chat without Mm. having your eardrums blasted out. But it was a a fabulous party and thanks to the For the Love team, it was really good. It was. So moving on, I thought we could talk about pop culture, including uh, music. I thought music would be a good place to start because we love our music and we love our DJs. We're a little bit picky about the music that we listen to, though. Mm. So we love Uplifting Vocal House. I think that's probably our sweet spot in terms of music that we yes, like to go Yes, music with to. lots of words. Yes. Long doof of pots and pans falling downstairs and long periods with no vocals. Or factory noises. Doesn't, not interested. Uh, sirens. No. Brass awful. bands falling Ugh. down the steps. No, no, no. Horrible. I thought we'd talk about some podcasts that have come out and which we enjoy. The first one I'll mention is Jolby, and that's J-O-E-L-B-Y for the uninitiated. He has a podcast called <laughs> Jolby's <laughs> Funky Vocal House. Sorry, I'll try and get my mouth funky to vocal work. Funky Vocal House. Funky Vocal House. Funky funky Vocal House. Funky Vocal House. I think it's up to episode 67. I haven't counted, but this one's called Illuminate, and it's quite fun. There's a lot of uh, retrospective fun house music on it with a couple of newbies, which is always good to dance around the house to when you're vacuuming. Or bopping around in the supermarket, up and down the supermarket aisles, singing Mm. out loud, as we are excellent singers. Yes, excellent singers. He's one of our favourites, and in fact, He's he's actually a friend of ours now because we basically bullied him into being friends with us. Do you want to talk about the time when we... Yeah, well, we had... The, the, the history <laughs> of him. Jolby was, I think, Lisa had been listening to him for mm. a few years. Has he been podcasting since 2009 or yes, 2007? Yes, around that. 2009-ish, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he'll correct us. Yeah. And Lisa had been listening to him. him for a while, and then I cottoned on to him a little bit later, probably about mm. podcast... 42, I think I joined. And then, then I he told you about a, him. Yeah, you, right, yeah, you, you yeah, found yeah. him. I own him. She, yep. she invented yep. him. Yeah. So we'd been listening and listening, and he was our favourite. We'd play him in the cars. We'd play him. When the new Everywhere. podcast came down, we'd get quite excited and all listen to it. Mm. Then one day we were at a... And I remember house party at the Ivy, and I always used to get there with a friend at two minutes past starting time. Mm. And I just went in to the bathrooms 
And I noticed on the back of the toilet door that Jolby was going to be DJing at the next party, which was Australia Day. That's right. And you almost fell over your own knickers trying to get out of that toilet cubicle. Yeah, Come I tell had me. quite tight jeans on, I think. It's quite <laughs> tricky getting my pants up you so I could almost, get out and text you all. You almost ran out of the cubicles with your knickers around your ankles. Yeah. Yeah, you were so excited. did. So we, we did that, and, we, and that was extreme excitement for us because we had never seen, hadn't met him or seen him play live. But, yeah, when we saw the advertising saying he was going to be playing we almost peed our pants so we we did what most irregular mums do between <laughs> that that was a new year's day party mm-hmm. and joel was going to be playing at the joel 26. b was going to be playing on australia day so we put our teenage daughters to slave labour. We went to the, the local $2 shop. We bought um, big A3 coloured sheets of paper, glitter, stickers, yeah. glue, glitter, and we forced our daughters to make banners and signs. Cardboard, big cardboard signs. That big we cardboard up. signs like people take to um, teeny bopper concerts. They said, marry me, Jolby. We love Jolby. Where else did they say? Did we, have, stalkers. did we start Jolby Stalkers? Yes, yes, we started ah, that there. So we did hashtag Jolby stalkers. stalkers. Oh, gosh, we did some really silly things around that. Yeah, I know. But then remember that other promoter that was uh, promoting him for his party? <gasps> Use the hashtag Jolby Stalkers. We Which totally was invented it. Yeah. We should have written to him Trademark. a serious lawyery mm. letter. Mm-hmm. So we, um, so lovely Jolby came out to DJ and he must have been quite nervous because he actually didn't look up from the he's a bedroom from DJ his at that point. Yeah, he didn't look up from the 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 spinning things and the mm-hmm. knobs on the DJ and there was and about eight me. of us standing there holding up four or five signs saying marry me Jolby. We love Jolby. We love Jolby. Jolby stalkers. stalkers. I think if you go onto Jolby's pages on Instagram or Facebook you'll actually find photographs of mm. that moment. Mm. I think the promoter 10 or 15 minutes into his set had to like sneak onto the stage, tap him on the shoulder and point to all of us idiots in the audience holding up the signs and I think he just pissed himself when he saw it and then went back to being terrified, twiddling his knobs. Yeah, and I think we possibly went up onto stage when he was trying to DJ and had our photographs Mm -hmm. taken with him. Maybe we did that, yep, maybe, maybe some of us did that. And then we treated him as our best friend and didn't give him him much opportunity to not be friends with us. Mm. And we're actually now all quite good friends. Yeah, but we did turn up to that other promoter's party, which was an Easter party. (gasps) Oh, obsessed. took the signs. And we did did new ones. We got the the girls to make new ones. We did Obsessed with Jolby. That's right. And then afterwards... I think we tried to explain to him they were actually quite nice people and not strange at all. And you rolled up the Marry Me Jolby sign, gave it to him and said, take that home, your mum will be really thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Did seem like quite a good idea at the time. As a result of that, he's now friends with us. I think the path of least resistance. I don't think he had a lot of choice. (laughs) So if you like bouncy vocal house music and singing while you're doing the housework, just Google Jolby and you'll find all of his stuff. This is not a paid advert, by the way. No, no, But um, dinner dinner and a bottle of wine would be nice. Thanks, Joel. And I'll just go back to Joel before we leave him and just say that um, whilst I didn't invent it, I've certainly invented it amongst our friends, which is his podcasts are all thrillers, no fillers. All thrillers, no fillers. So you'll, you'll love his music. The next podcast I wanted to talk about was something called Funky House London, which is quite similar to the previous one a little bit, isn't it? Funky House London. But it's also got Utopia written on the album art and it's also called In The Mix, so that's kind of confusing. But if you go to iTunes and look up 
funky house London, you'll find these podcasts. The latest one for June is amazing. And speaking of all thrillers, no fillers, this one really is. Like it's just, it's got all these new songs in it and it's, it's stuff I haven't heard and it's all, again, that uplifting vocal house. It's got a new song by Will Young. Do you remember him from um, Pop Idol? Yeah, he went to um, the same school as our friend James, went to Wellington, posh, posh private school in London. I was going to say, he's probably as old as us, almost as old as us now, because he won Pop Idol back in the early 2000s, I think the original one. he would be late 30s now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he has a new song called My Love, and the remix is played on this podcast. And it's actually, it's such a good song. Because I'm an idiot and I don't, you know, have any expertise in music, it's difficult to articulate why I like this song, but it's, um, it's vocal. It's vocal, bouncy, fun and smiling. It's, yeah, it's, and it's lovely. It's just really nice. And even if you don't listen to, to dance music, while you're vacuuming or on your way to work, this kind of music's great for the gym as well. It's really good for working out. So it's definitely music that you can sing into your water bottle too on the dance on floor. On the street, if you're an excellent singer like us. Yeah, singing yeah. along. I often sing in the supermarket just to embarrass the children. Mm. And then uh, the next bit of music, this is not a podcast, this is actually an album uh, from Todrick Hall. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so good, isn't there it? There couldn't be any more glitter or gay in it. No. It's, it's no. almost it's, more gay than Taylor Swift's last album, last yes. song. More gay because he is gay. That's, yeah. that's why it pips it at the post. But this one is called House Party, H-A-U-S. When I first found it, because I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw he had this challenge called the hashtag N triple H, which stands for nails, hair, hips, heels challenge. And all of these dancers around the world are uploading their formation dancing to his nails, hair, hips, heels song. And it's amazing. So all of these people around the world are just doing really, really fierce formation dancing. And we're excellent dancers. So maybe we should, we should try that. I think we might have to do that. And we actually do have the outfits because in the video, he, (laughs) in the video to that, he's basically wearing skin tight black stuff, which we've got, we've got quite a lot of black stuff. And he's wearing pink rubber gloves, gloves, marigold rubber gloves with Mm. plastic beaded necklace. Mm. And heels. And heels. Don't I can't walk many, in heels. I, say, <laughs> I don't have too many heels, but I'm sure we can rustle up something. Yeah, so maybe maybe keep an eye out for that on Insta if we decide to get to the Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels challenge. It would be a good group dress up. And can I also just telegraph that it's going to be more along the lines of Celeste Barber than any serious dancing challenge. Yeah. I'll just pop that out there. Yeah, I, considering I can't dance, can't follow coordination, coordinated moves and can't walk in heels, it yeah, is going to be, if we do that, it'll be a train smash. Yeah. So anyway, just going back to House Party, I think there's only seven songs in the album, but apparently it's the first in a trilogy for 2019. So we're going to get a couple of drops during the year. And the other thing I noticed with this House Party is that he is touring the US and I think he's also going to London. You've so, like 50 different yeah. dates. And he's just announced a tour for Australia. And we got tickets. Can't wait to see it. The other video that was up for that album was called Glitter, something oh, Glitter. Yeah, glitter. And it is divine yeah. and there's a lot of glitter in it, a lot of pink. There's mirror balls and drag. glitter, drag and pink. And it's it's heaven. Yeah, it is, if you like that kind of thing, which <laughs> we do. <laughs> Another thing that came across my Instagram feed. Or I was out. just actually, I'm just going to interrupt. We... There was a glitter comment when we were making it earlier. Wasn't it saying that glitter oh, is, is amazing? Oh, is love like glitter? Is love like glitter? Mm. And then we thought, well, isn't glitter the herpes of the craft world? 
because you can never get rid of it. So is it stalkery or is it lovely? It's a maybe Todrick hasn't come across that because he probably has people to wash the glitter out of his carpet and out of his clothes and out of his bed sheets. Yeah, and I also think that if he's just randomly during the week got a piece of glitter on his forehead and he's sparkling at people, then the people that he surrounds himself with, like i.e. showbiz people, would expect that. Whereas people like us who have like office jobs probably a little less um, yeah having expected. having glitter on you so it's yeah so i think maybe we should when we meet todrick which mm. we're bound to do well we'll just bully him into being friends with us yeah and then yeah. we should perhaps discuss him whether there's a hidden meaning by that song glitter because it does have negative connotations <laughs> for some of us for some of us yeah okay the final bit of music that i wanted to just quickly talk about was something that little mix has put out which is called bounce back it's a song of theirs they've got a music video like they've got the official music video which we actually had a look at because we did a bit of research mm. before we started which wasn't too bad like some oh, of the outfits were yeah. amazing those those head-to-toe leopard oh, the head-to-toe leopard oh. and the makeup was beautiful the yeah. girl that had the really blue eye mm, makeup mm. stunning makeup they mm. all look amazing they don't look slutty tarty no they just look Fresh and young and fun, dolly-like. As as we've said on Instagram, leopard's one of our favourite colours. But I had accidentally had a look at another, it was almost like a teaser, called the Vertical Video, and it's them jumping around in, like, bikinis and one-pieces. And one of them is wearing uh, plastic pink see-through jeans. It's got to be sweaty and uncomfortable. We have to peel them off. Ooh. Oh, yeah, not good, not comfortable. And then all I could think of was yeast infection. Yuck. Oh. <laughs> yep, so speaking of yeast infections, <laughs> that uh, it reminds me of one of my favourite shows on TV, which is on Stan, called Younger. Um, the I think not the latest episode, but the episode previously, there was a, um, a yeast infection <laughs> Which was treated very subtly during a dinner party, preparing yeah. for a dinner party in a kitchen, which I think not quite inappropriate. Happen. No, so um, the, the basic premise of Younger is that Liza Miller is 40 years old. She's, um, she, I think, is she in New Jersey or somewhere? She, well, she lives somewhere posh like Connecticut. I think she's a, okay. he's a dentist and they've got loads of money and then they've divorced because he's he squandered all their money. money. He's squandered their money. She's got a grown-up daughter who's about to go off to India and then Liza realises she has to earn some money and she's never actually – I think she went to college and she wanted to be a publisher. No, 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 she but she did. Got, she did have a publishing job, but when she went back, no one was hiring because she was 40-something and they were all looking for – young thing so i think she had a proper job in a previous i thought she didn't really get a chance Ah. to because she got married and pregnant i think Ah. she got married and pregnant young didn't really get a chance to have much of a career and then at 40 she goes out into the Ah, workforce no one wants her no one wants her because she's 40 so old um and then she's she's with her lesbian friend in brooklyn and they're in a pub or a bar or something and some young hot 26 year old guy tries to crack onto her and mistakes her for someone who's 26 and then the friend Maggie the lesbian friend Maggie says well you could pass for a 26 year old and why don't you do that and try and get a job so that's basically what she does she lands a job in publishing and everyone thinks she's 26. And the the, the, the costuming is quite hilarious so there, oh. there's a whole group of 26 year olds who don't ever wear the same thing twice. No. And they're living in Manhattan. Yeah, and, and they live in these amazing apartments, like all those sort of TV shows. But Patricia Field is the costume designer. She was the the woman who put Sex and the City on the 
on the fashion map, if you like. So she is doing all the costumes. And, yeah, her outstanding is the oh. the, the marketing manager for the magazine, the, for the publishing house Empirical is Diana Trout. She's my hero. She's absolutely my hero. So every time she enters a scene, she just steals it because she's got the whole 1980s power woman thing kind of going on. So she's got shoulder pads and these massive accessories. It's hilarious. So And, and yeah, some of them are quite naughty. You look at some of her jewellery and you can't work out whether <laughs> she just sprayed sprayed gold some hose pipe and chain from Bunnings mm. or raided the tool shed for sex toys to hang from her ears. I, mean, I think this season, one of them, she has <laughs> anal bead earrings <laughs> and then swiftly followed by fish skeleton yes, earrings. Big the fish were enormous. Fish skeleton earrings, amazing. Yeah. But her, yeah, her jewellery and her... Oh, everything that she just said, she's outfits. so uptight. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, they've pretty much raided every single fountain gate, I think, around the world to try and find those accessories. So she's fantastic. And my sort of fantasy is that one day we'll see a Diana Trout float in Mardi Gras. Oh, that would be a really good I know, idea. It'd be hilarious. I mean, I, I can't imagine what you put around your neck. It'd have to oh, be like dinner plates. Dinner plates. I think you just go to Bunnings down the the, the, the chains and ties aisle mm. and get some gold spray paint. Mm, mm. Anyway, she's fabulous. So back to the yeast infection scene. That was so funny. So Maggie has a girlfriend and they're about to have dinner with a bunch of them and she's talking about having a yeast infection or something Why with the girlfriend. Get... Yeah. I don't know. I think the girlfriend is a vagina expert or something. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah they met because Maggie saw someone have a baby and then she couldn't go she near PTSD. vagina. She had PTSD. She couldn't go near vagina. <laughs> so she sees as a counsellor to as a lesbian, that's, over her. I was going to say, as a lesbian, that's not a great thing, I would imagine. You yeah, need to get over to your PTSD about vaginas. But then if you're a lesbian and you're sleeping with your vagina therapist, mm. so they know a trick or two. So she mentioned something about a yeast infection. And then the girlfriend says, you shouldn't be using that cream because it's full of chemicals. Here, just use this piece of garlic. Yeah, so she pops a piece of garlic out of the garlic bulb, puts her hands down her pants mid-preparation for dinner party and just pops a raw (laughs) clove of garlic into Maggie's knickers and Mm. up around the corner, I believe. Mm. And so then there are comments during the whole dinner party about... I can smell garlic. What is that smell? Hot garlic smell. I, I don't know if anyone's tried that at home, whether that's even a thing, or is that just something Gwyneth Paltrow would be advising? Yeah, I'm not trying that. No, and I'm not steaming mine either. No, we're all saying garlic's really bad for your breath, isn't it? So it can't prove anything. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So one of the reasons we love Younger is because it's um, it's quite ridiculous. It's got some really funny stuff happening in it. And I guess for the first couple of seasons, there's a lot of cultural jokes or a lot of age-type jokes, which is, you know, the difference between a 40-year-old and a 26-year-old. Yeah, even the social stuff, you know, like not yeah. understanding Instagram and tagging mm. and Twittering, which actually... I struggle with a little bit. Yeah. But we've actually been quite educated in this. We've learnt all about truffle butter, which <laughs> there's a really, there's a funny um, episode which talks about this. I'm not going to go into the definition, but if you haven't You can heard do of what it, our te- uh, at the time when we watched it, our daughters were probably around 14. Watching uh, this episode, yeah. Liza goes home to Connecticut and has dinner with old Connecticut friends. Yeah. And one of the ladies is wearing a t-shirt, t-shirt. with 
truffle butter emblazoned across the top. The because top. she loves truffles. Because she loves truffles. But then the 26-year-old boyfriend of Liza sees it and starts pissing himself, and she's like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, truffle butter. And she said, what do you mean? She likes truffles. And he went, oh, yeah. And she, so then she looks it up on Urban Dictionary. Which is exactly what we, we did, did with our 14-year-old daughters. With our daughters. daughters. Yeah, we won't be explaining what the definition is, but you can go ahead and have a look on Urban Dictionary if you haven't heard of that. It's gross. The other thing that I learned all about was uh, that people, some ladies, sell their knickers on Craigslist and various other online selling platforms for money. Yeah, that happened in Orange is the New Black Well, it must well, be true I then. It must be it's true. Two, and I think... it's two TV shows, it must be I true. I think in Japan, oh, no, they have got the vending, vending machines, machines yeah. and you can buy That's, ladies' use knickers. Girls, actually. I Girls, think it's even oh, wronger than that. Yeah. That's really wrong. Yeah, so that kind of weird shit's been around for a while, but you're just sort of thinking that it was just the Japanese doing that, but apparently no, there's... Anyway, there's a funny scene with her selling her knickers to some guy in a cafe. Happy to, actually, if anyone wants to come over and oh, take Claire, my whole load Claire, of laundry. Claire, Claire. Well, they could take all of my laundry as long as they bring it back, <laughs> like washed and ironed. Oh, I don't, my God. I'm not really that worried. Okay, well. But I'm, I do want it back. I'm now going to segue into some more younger stuff then. Oh, the, um, the bottom sex scenes. Oh, the anal sex discussions. That was quite funny. That was, yeah, again, watching that with 14-year-old daughters was quite mm. funny because there's a lot of discussion about whether... Liza and her young lover Jake are going to do Josh. Josh, oops, class <laughs> details. Um, are going to do the anal sex thing. It's quite funny. Well, we won't spoil the surprise if you haven't seen it. But the good news is that there's six seasons of it, so you get to just totally binge on it. It's very, it's very funny. Really easy watching. It's mind, it's mindlessly and funny camp. TV and, and camp. It, yeah. The the first episode of season six is I, I was sort of thinking that they were running out of the jokes because by now I think most of them know that Liza's not 26 mm. but um there's a scene where Liza and Kelsey who's played by Hilary Duff go looking for Dinah Trout because Dinah Trout's upset about something and they go to her apartment and her partner's there and they said you know we're looking for Diana and he says no, she's having a crisis and they went oh, did she say crisis and he said, yes, she said crisis. And so then they find themselves in Marie's crisis cafe or something like that. And then there's pride flags everywhere. It and looks it's, like palms. It's got the stucco ceiling and the very arches. Very much, yes. It looks a lot like palms, except it's lots of gays sitting around a piano singing show tunes. And there she is belting one out. Yeah. And then there's a scene where they're singing nine to five at her, which is so camp and so fun. It's gold. Yeah. It's really good quality binging tv if you're looking for trash another educated trash one of my other favorite shows is schitt's creek s-c-h-i-t-t-s which is on netflix it's just been nominated for five emmys so it must be good it's really funny. It's written by a father and his son. So it's mm. Dan Levy and Eugene, Eugene Levy. Mm-hmm. And Eugene must have been in lots of stuff over the years. I can't remember what he's been in, but he's, he's very, very recognisable. recognisable. He's got those crazy eyebrows. Yeah, and that premise is that it's a, a rich family that business manager has stolen all of their money and they're penniless. And the only remaining asset that the family has is a crusty motel I think it's the whole town. I think they own the town. I think Johnny Rose's brother gave him the title deeds to the town of Schitt's Creek as a joke. Right. And it's the only thing that they have. And the IRS comes in and just says, well, this is worth nothing. And they decide to go there and live there in the. So they have to live in this real 
makes motel six look nice am i allowed to say bumfuck yeah it's in the middle of nowhere and they're all they're all hillbillies hillbilly hicks and they have to live in this really run it's not seedy it's just old and run down Hmm, so in the middle of nowhere more, the, the parents have to live in one room and the the, the 20-something up. children who are absolutely useless because they've <laughs> lived a, a completely glam Hollywood life, mm. um, A-lister, mm. had hot and cold running everything and private yeah. jets and never actually had to think or do anything. Yeah. I love, I love David because he's a gallerist and Alexis, I think she just basically jets around the world. Well, she's just had affairs with every single rich, famous mm. person and she's been ki- – and she's always had – Kidnapped. They always end up really badly. She's been kidnapped by sheikhs and ransomed off Talk, for, for camels. Yeah, and talked away out of kidnapping situations. She's hilarious, but they obviously they're all hilarious. And Roland Shit is the mayor. I love him as well. He's got this fabulous mullet and a big And he's gut. really recognisable. I think he was being yeah. in Pirates of the Caribbean and Has all he? sorts of stuff. He's he's quite a familiar face around the traps. But it's really funny, So cle- such clever writing. Mm. And, and Moira, Moira, Moira Rose is my absolute favourite. She's a like a TV or movie star, an old movie star. Yeah, and but it was like daytime, lunchtime yes. stuff. So she never really was a star but thinks she was and it was for some dreadful hospital type yeah. TV show. She has an overestimated idea of her own talent and importance, I think. Then so, she has this hilarious transatlantic accent and... She's a really bad mother and she has a massive wig collection, so I can see why I identify with her so much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Shit's Creek, then definitely give that a watch because um, it's fabulous. It's and very, yeah, similar vein to similar level of um, energy required in watching. So it's it's bright mm. and pretty and funny and not complicated. And Have a giggle. If you miss 10 minutes out of an episode you don't struggle trying to catch up with the plot. Not at all, not at all. And then we've got some trash TV shows coming up and I'm pretty excited about Batchy coming up. One of my many guilty pleasures that I watch with Miss 17, I'm giving her a well-rounded education. Uh, so that's coming up soon. And he as... looks really nice, though. So he's uh, an astro... astro... Oh, the, astrophysicist. The, the, the line in the trailer <laughs> is, I'm an astrophysicist. She says, oh, I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's going to be brilliant viewing. So I'm looking forward to that coming back on TV. Um, the other thing that I've seen that's coming onto TV is something that we weren't aware of. We've done a little bit of research on is called The Masked Singer. And apparently, is it going to be on Channel 10? They, yes, Channel 10. Yeah. If, if um, Oshie's doing it, he's yes, a Channel 10. Yes, of course, 10 of course. And it was mentioned on the project. But they're bringing out Lindsay Lohan to be on this show, so the, to host it. And it looks like how the show works is... A celebrity walks out in onto the stage dressed in some outrageously enormous costume. So they're dressed Worse as... Worse than one of ours. Yeah, like dressed, dressed as peacocks, but completely covered. And then they sing a song and the panel... Pre-recorded, I think. ...has to guess who, who they is are. in the costume. Mm-hmm. So... Minor celebrities... Yeah, I would imagine it's not going to be. It was well, we just not going to be Olivia Newton John and Kylie. We've just done an awful lot of research, about five minutes mm. on YouTube, mm. and we found Experts. all of the reveals for season one of the US version. Mm. And I think of the seven or eight reveals, we knew who two of them were. Two or three, and the others were kind of sports stars and mm-hmm. comedian-y mm-hmm. type people. People on TV we've never heard of. So how? 
I don't know how Lindsay Lohan's going to go trying to identify a minor rugby Australian well, celebrities. Well, you know, potentially it could be a rugby, you know, Brad Fiddler coming out singing a song. Yeah. They're not going to know who he is. It's going to be fantastic. I can't Ooh. wait to see it. It's going to be a car crash. I mean, what could go wrong? It's going to be awful. She won't so, know anybody. No, she won't. So unless they wheel out Kylie or Olivia Newton-John, no. she's not going to know any Australian celebrity. Oh, I mean... Would Hugh Jackman do it? No. I w- if I was Hugh Jackman, I wouldn't. Russell Crowe? <laughs> and that's, all, that's all five or six famous Australians. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so I can't wait for that. That's going to be fantastic. Well, that's enough for this podcast, I think. Yes, thank you for listening. And don't forget all to rate us. Yeah, ratings both of you. <laughs> and reviews would be lovely on iTunes to help with the algorithmy thing. Yeah, because we only need... 499,996 more listeners to get to where we need to be. That sounds like a drinking song. We could do. We could just count it down. And iTunes. Follow us on iTunes. We're on Facebook now. And the Instagram. So we will be back next time. Bye. Bye.